to the PHNX Coyotes post-game show brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Leave us a five-star review. I'm Leah Merrill here with Steve Peters, and we are celebrating the Coyotes' seventh win of the season. Are you sure that one's over, or are they going to take another penalty? God, another delay of game. Good Lord. They don't make it easy, do they? No. It's tough being oh a Coyotes fan, man. God, but what? Seriously, what a night! It just felt good to get a win, and I must say, compared to the last game, it was like night and day in terms of entertainment value. <laughs> yeah, but you know, the the offense disappears for one game, and boy, it was back in a vengeance tonight. It was a man. Hopefully, people took the over today because that was a, a much different game, and even even the goaltending on, on the Coyotes end, like Vamelka stops forty six against the Jets, and he just got peppered again tonight. Like that's a lot of shots. Not, not hey. saying anything he could have done, but wow, was that an exciting game when there's that many goals? You were finally right on the starting goalie for once. I know. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not going to do it again for Nashville. Let's just one at a time. But an exciting <laughs> game. And the difference tonight, the Coyotes right off the drop of the puck, I thought for the whole 60 minutes, their feet were moving. They were skating. They had more offensive zone pressure because they were moving. When you looked at the Jets game, there were so many moments where they looked like they were standing in mud and just slow. Tonight, players are moving quick. And I'll even give you a player that, that – didn't make it to the the score sheet, but I thought skated the best he skated in a while was Nick Schmaltz. Like I, I thought, finally saw his feet moving. That's a good sign after being injured for so long to be able to skate and move like that's a good sign. So I, I hope we start seeing his name on the score sheet a little more than we did tonight. But but it was a good sign for him too. But I tell you what, as a team, their feet were moving, they were buzzing, they were driving the net, pucks at the net. It, it was a really good night for the Coyotes. Five players with multi-point games tonight, which was uh, tied. Oh, there's the celebratory beer. It's about time. I waited. I got the celebratory tea. <laughs> Sorry Not to be much late. of a party mood with the green tea, but oh well. Oh my gosh. But anyway, that tied um, a season high. So like, it, And the defense had a ton of points tonight. So just great to see contributions from everyone and and like we said just that game had a lot of entertainment value so why don't we just start by pulling up tonight's game by the numbers because it gives us a nice snapshot shots 36 26 in favor of chicago um once again Kyrie's getting outshot but the only time it felt like that though leah for me the only time it felt like that was the first half of the second period that was a time where it looked like oh oh they're, they're, Chicago is coming. Like it, it, it was scary for a bit there. And that's the only time I felt that they really dominated in the shots was that little stretch. And then again, you know, a couple of the power plays. But overall, it didn't feel like they got outshot that bad. Yeah, it's true. But where you really see it is the, the power play for both teams. Chicago one for five. Coyotes two for five. Coyotes can't be taking that many penalties, but great to see them capitalizing on the power play. And then the faceoffs, 50-50. 50-50. So – you know, <laughs> even stat there. So yeah, that was, Tim said uh, in the in the discussion that second period got me nervous. Same thing again. It's the second period has been a, has been a problem all the way along. It's, it's actually crazy that it just continues to be an issue. <laughs> Chris, name the chat writers of Johan. <laughs> is there is there a reference there to something I don't know? Like clearly, I don't not very pop culture-y. I don't know. Also, Caleb, I'm sorry. I'm drinking tea instead of beer. I I apologize. (laughs) Yeah, that high stick on Keller. 
the the refs missed that high stick on Keller, and I tell you what, that was like the most exciting thirty seconds of the entire game when he missed. They missed a high stick on Keller, so Keller has to change during a penalty kill. Like, stay out there. I don't care if you're bleeding or missing teeth. You got to stay. So he changes, and Kraus jumps on over the boards. Kraus gets a breakaway. Like, oh my goodness, we're going to score shorthanded. Nope. Then the puck's sitting there, and it was at Larson. That, that was like slow motion. No, it was Roussel. Oh, it was Roussel. Roussel dove for yeah. the puck, and um, Jones dives across, and then it goes back the other way, and Kane, a give and go out of the corner, rings it up to the post. Unreal 30 seconds. That, of that was like my heart stopped. Secret oh, Lord my God. Yeah, over my head, right over my head. Sorry, I missed it. The, 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 <laughs> He's probably yeah. old enough. I'm old enough. If we were friends with. <laughs> we were friends. Went to high school together. <laughs> in uh, in Bemidji, Minnesota. Yeah. We high school together. We helped them write a few of the chapters of the Hobbit. <laughs> um, that was the most exciting stretch of hockey. And, and here's what we're saying. So. We want this team to be exciting. It is much more fun as a fan to watch a, a 6-4 hockey game than a 2-1 game. This was exciting. Skating, God. both ends had chances. Give me this for the next 50, and I'm, I'm all in. Although they I have know. to lose a few. <laughs> Definitely, but still only seven wins in 32. And um, great to see Larson get on the stat sheet not, not once, not twice, but three times. Um, he had previously not had a goal yet this season, and he got his first three um, of the season. And now there's only three Coyotes left without a goal this season. Do you know who they are? I, I, I'm going to go Libushkin because it's always Libushkin, yes. right? So he has to be one, but I don't know yes. the other two. Um, it's Galchenyuk and Janine. Oh, Cam. But, Cam hasn't played um, games. Yeah, but again, great to see um, Mayo get his second goal of the season and second career goal. Great to see Mosier up in the play, um, taking that shot that led to the first Larson goal. Yeah. Didn't he look good again tonight? Like, again, he just got again. confidence with the puck and he, he goes He back doesn't to look like pucks. a rookie defenseman. For, definitely, and he goes back to retrieve pucks well and breaking out of the zone, and uh, he's handling the puck well. Like, this is a great, great confidence builder for him, and I, I do hope he gets a chance to go back down to Tucson. I think he still needs to play those minutes down there this year and have some success, but I, I think this is really good for him to get this kind of experience here and play well here um, so that if and when he goes back to Tucson, he's got that confidence with a build a little more swagger. I tell you what, this is this is a good learning experience for him. He's playing extremely well with the puck. Yeah. yeah. The question is, is what are my thoughts on Mosier? I like him. Like he, he's skating like a, and he's an older guy. He's played professional hockey over in Europe, so he's he's not. It's not like he's twenty, but I tell you what, the confidence with the puck and his reads defensively are, are really strong. Like he's a smart hockey player. I, he's a guy I'm excited to see. Like he, he's a guy that's going to crack their top six. And if it's not um, the remainder of this year, definitely next year and the year after, he's a guy that's going to be a part of, uh, of this team in the back end. For sure. Um, also of note, first of all, petition to rename veggie Vegemite. Is that because I'm drinking out of an Australia mug? Oh, wow. No. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going, no. Uh, have you ever had Vegemite by the way? Yes. I haven't. I have. I know a big surprise. I'm not very adventurous with my food. Um, I had it when I went to Australia. Yeah, I'm not doing it ever. It wasn't very good, but it wasn't it's as bad as advertised. It was pretty bad. Eh. Anyway, 
back on track. Um, another player who continues to perform incredibly well, um, Shane Gossespierre, who's now on a four-game point streak, um, had multiple assists tonight, and he's kind of making a case for himself as maybe is he the Coyotes all-star? I mean, he's been incredibly productive point-wise for this team. Yeah, you see his offensive upside in that first period tonight on the first two goals, like the way he handled the puck, the moves in the puck. And he made a great, great move to be the Chicago defender and then makes a great pass after that. Like He's a big part of those first two goals. He's playing so well. I mean, the Flyers have to be shaking their head going, what is going on? Like This is the guy they had <laughs> three years ago. This is not how he played the last two seasons. You knew he had it in him. And the Coyotes, honestly, they're – they didn't know what they were going to get with, with Gosta Spirit. This is fantastic. Oh, my goodness. Did you see that? What? Our super chat? Super chat. From Mr. Stalin, the Blackhawks are a disgrace to the game. Get their fans out of our stadium. Get on their bikes and send them home. <laughs> well, Aggressive. Very aggressive. A little but aggressive, I- but the best way you can do that is by having the Coyotes win when there's a ton of Blackhawks fans in the building. So yeah. there's no, there's there really are, no though. better feeling. Like, is that always going to be the way with those teams? Like, they're just going to be yeah. more Chicago fans it's just in the, the building. It's just the nature of Arizona. Like, that's just what Arizona is. It's just yeah. transplants. Well, Charles said it here. Like, it's true. Like, we, we've got a, a six-goal game, a seven-goal game, a, a little blip in the radar against Winnipeg, and then back to six again. I, I tell you what, I, <laughs> again, they're not making the playoffs. I'm not going to oversell this. But if they are, I don't are think going anyone be, thinks we're trying to sell that. No, but if they're going to be at the bottom of the standings, give me this. Give me mm-hmm. six four hockey. That's fantastic. And you know it's what? So I don't care if it goes right till the end. I don't care if it's an empty netter, a couple off the pipe. It is so much more fun to watch as a fan. And you know what? Let the guys develop. They're getting some ice time. You're getting the younger guys the valuable time they need. But guys like Gosses Bear, the truth is he's not going to be here when the rebuild's over. Like so. Yeah, let so him let him else. build let him his, and let him, you know, enjoy playing hockey and even build his own trade value. We've said that Kessel's probably going to go at the deadline. He's really put on a great performance this season, um, just setting up play after play every night, it feels like. So, you know, when you're going through a rebuild, that's the approach that you have to take is developing individually. And, you know, we've seen it from a, a lot of these players. So, yeah, that's what you have to take away. Yeah, and, and you know what? We've said it since August. Just give us a game that we can sit on the edge of our seat, be excited about till the last minute, and sign us all up. We know what the plan is. We know what GMBA's plan is to get this team through to the end of the season. Ping pong balls drop, but they get a big victory at the draft, and and away we go. But in the meantime. If I'm gonna have to watch hockey for another 50 games, I'll, I'll watch this. Like they're they're feeder moving, Kraus driving the net. Larson looked great. Boyd was unreal around the net. Did like, you? Boyd's I'm sorry, but but did you think Travis Boyd was gonna have eight goals for the Coyotes this season, 32 games in? We weren't even sure if he's gonna play. If he was gonna <laughs> because... crack the lineup, truthfully. I wish I put too. money on that. I wish I and, did. You know, and, and look how poised he was around the net on the power play. Like, come on. If you just said he's on the, on the power play for the Coyotes at the beginning of the season, I'd say no chance. But nice plays down low, made good passes. That was a bing-bang play to, to Larson for his power play goal. Boyd looked sharp. There were so many individual performances tonight. 
that as a whole made this made this a great game. And you look at Clayton Keller's goal. I thought Keller played great again tonight. And again, it's another 200 yeah. foot game for him, killing penalties again. I, I mean, I, I sound like I'm on the bandwagon here and I'm, I'm jumping up and beating the drum, but it was an exciting, exciting game and a really good win for this team. Exactly. And on the subject of just personal uh, individual efforts, um, Kessel had his 200th career power play assist tonight on the Boyd power play goal, which is an awesome stat. Um, Keller scored his 11th goal of the season um, tonight. Larson had his second career two goal game and his last one was March of 2016. And then his hat trick tonight was his first ever of his career and the first Coyotes hat trick of the season. And there was one more stat. Boyd has two three-point games in his last three games. That's insane. And that was the first hat trick? Because that was in the chat when you were... First hat trick for the Coyotes Coyotes this season and Larson's first ever. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah, just some, a lot of, just some little stats. Of you know I'm always good tonight. for the stats. A lot you of firsts. And I, I tell you stats. what, um, Veggie, and I know we talked about him, him giving up four, but he made some huge saves. The glove save he makes the, in the first on the, period. The save on Dabrinkit? Are you yeah, kidding? I literally gasp. <laughs> and I if guess. I tell you what, if that's Wedgie and that's a left-handed catch goalie, that's off the blocker side and that's in the net. So, you know, lucky we have veggie in with the the right-handed catching glove and I, I he played well gave up four but some of those saves are ridiculous even they batted two out of the air strong baseball bats the one over to debrinkat and then the one that um uh doc kirby doc scores is a baseball bat out of the, nobody yeah. knew where that puck was so yeah. I, I thought veggie came back with another good performance i still think you got to get wedgewood back in the game soon um, yeah if you got a lot of games, you got back-to-backs next weekend against Colorado. <laughs> no, and Toronto too is coming to town, but that's for another day. No Let's celebrate the Chicago. No win. game for Coyotes is an easy game. Okay, <laughs> no, but hard. we put, we circled this one on the calendar, saying, "Hey, here, here's a potential win against the Chicago Blackhawks." And you know what? If they play like this, they're going to win hockey games. Like they defended better than they have, um, and offensively, if you produce like this. You're going to win games. So hopefully it's not enough to overtake Ottawa or Seattle, but hopefully they win some games. But they might overtake Montreal, which we'll get to a little bit later. But speaking of what it takes to win, let's pull up your keys from earlier that we tweeted out from the PHNX underscore Coyotes account um, earlier this afternoon. Let's see how the Coyotes did. Well, shoot, the Black has given up 15 goals. Well, yeah, make that 21 <laughs> goals in their last four. I still thought they needed to shoot more and take more advantage of that, but they 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 got their offense jumping in, so that's good. Score off the rush. You know, I, I think their offense came alive tonight. I, I really do. I thought the Coyotes' offense was there. Um, I thought they, they had good speed through the neutral zone. I thought they played well there and contained Kane. I'm going to look again. That's my score sheet. I don't see Patrick. Oh, he has one assist. assist. One assist on the power play on the last goal of the game. Could be worse. So he's averaging 1.2 points per game against the Coyotes in his career. So we held him to under uh, the 1.2. So overall, I think they they checked all the boxes to get the win. Very true. Um, You know, you look at that second line score off the rush, but then the Coyotes continue to have odd man rushes go. Against yeah, them, the odd man that continues to be an issue. Is tough, and you know what? This is a perfect timely when we're talking about odd man rushes against. Can we throw one in there? 
Can we throw a draw in it up? Can we go puck talk with Puck Petey? talk, Petey puck talk. Let's go. Petey Which one? Talk. Which one, Petey? Just, By the way, talk. there's a lot of Petey's puck talk tonight. I hope you're all ready because I know everyone loves it. We all learn a lot. Well, I don't know if we love it or not, but it started off. We were talking about odd man rushes. There's too many okay. against, and here's here's how some of those happen, and some of the reasons when you're seeing those odd man rushes, rushes, what happens to create that. So. We're going to give Sean his his first first time producing coyotes from home. This is a lot of work. So let's see. Good luck, Sean. So is this the black, is this the Blackhawks goal? This is the Blackhawks goal. This is it. So you talk about a defenseman, they want to help create offense. So sometimes the defenseman has to come down off of the blue line in the offensive zone and help out to keep pucks alive and to generate offense. On this particular play, Cam Deneen comes down the wall pinches down the wall to keep the puck alive. Barrett Hayton is what we call F3, or the third forward in the zone. He's the highest forward in the play. Their job is to take the place of the defenseman. He is now a defenseman. Barrett Hayton has to go to the blue line and defend. You see his relationship to to Taves. He's above, we call above Taves, means he's closer to the Coyote net than Taves is. This is great positioning. Hayton just needs to go to the blue line and everything's okay. Go to the next slide. Unfortunately, Barrett Hayton goes towards the puck. His job was to replace Deneen at the point, but he dives in to where the puck is. Now Taves is above Hayton. Go to the next slide. Now the puck jumps out, out of the zone. Taves is way ahead of Hayton, and that's how an odd man rush is created. Defenseman dives in, forward doesn't cover that spot, and now you've got a two-on-one the other way. You go one more slide. And you see this, Barrett Hayton now is the last player back in the zone. He should have been the first one back because he was taking the place of the defenseman. Unfortunately, by diving into the puck, he becomes the last guy into the zone. Taves make a pass uh, across to Entwistle, and it ends up in the net of the Coyotes, and then it's the goals against. So that's how odd man rushes happen. Wow. And it, we talk about this game all the time. It's a game of mistakes. You're going to hear that over and over again on every broadcast. It's a game of mistakes. And the reason there are mistakes like this is because it's it's a game of chaos. There's 10 people on the ice, and it's always moving. You look at football, it's stopped. The play has stopped. Everybody stopped. Here's the play. And there are mistakes, but here's the play. So we're all going to run our routes. Basketball, even in basketball, they have time to stop and set up the play. Hockey, it's just, it's uncontrolled chaos. You don't know where the puck's going to bounce. And and I know when you look at this after, you go, okay, Barrett Hayton, one of my jobs previously in my old universe was grading the players when a goal or a chance was scored. Whose fault was it? So if I'm grading that play, that's Barrett Hayton is the one. It's his fault. But when you look at what Barrett Hayton sees in that split second, what he's looking at, he sees the puck and he goes, okay, I can go in and I can help turn this puck over and I can get on offense. Barrett Hayton's an offensive player. Like you think offense, you're looking at the puck. I'm going to go get that puck. Unfortunately, if the puck goes down to the corner, Barrett Hayton gets it. Maybe he drives the net. That's not what happened. So it, 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 these games and mistakes, you just have to try to play the right way as often as you can to limit those mistakes and hopefully get more wins than you do losses. True. Um, And also it's so much easier to look at it from up above and see the whole ice and see the play when you're down. It's almost not fair. Yeah. Like that's the thing. And I think that's the one thing watching hockey on TV versus when you're there in person, you realize like how difficult what they're doing actually is. The speed that this game is played at. It is just amazing. Like that these players, 
you know, if anybody out there has skated before and understand how difficult it is to just skate now, do it, you know, 20, 30 miles an hour with a stick and a puck and guys trying to kill you out there at the same time. <laughs> it's incredible. These guys, what they do, this, this sport is unlike any other because you add the element of skating in it. We used to have a debate and Shane Doan would do this in the locker room and they would debate about, if you took all the professional athletes in Arizona and made them play another sport against that team, i.e. the Coyotes have to go play the Cardinals in football or they have to play the Suns in basketball, which would be the most difficult of the other professional athletes to play. Now, if you have seen the footage of Larry Fitzgerald trying to skate, <laughs> the decision becomes unbelievably easy because people can run like the Coyotes are good beat in every sport and, and everyone would win their own sport. I get that. But the Coyotes can, can play basketball. They can run up and down the court. They'll get beat horrifically badly, but they can run baseball. They can stand there and swing it back again, beat, but nobody can skate. Steve Nash could skate, but overall it is so difficult. And, and he, Shane Doan would say, no, it's football because they, they would just run over us and, and, and be physically dominating and, and sack us and, and so forth. But there's no doubt that it's it's hockey. Yes. Can AJ can JJ skate? Oh my god, if he can I don't skate, know. If he, he can, would he, he would should. run people over. Good Lord, that's what the coyotes <laughs> need right now. Put him on the wing with Clayton Keller. Let's see who messes with Clayton Keller. Get JJ Watt out there. Love it. Oh my gosh. Speaking of that, speaking of Keller, oh we, we talked about how negative I get on PD's puck talk. Can we do another one? Can we do it? Yeah, which by the way, before we do, before we do, I just want to acknowledge a comment um, from Debug earlier. Do we get a certificate at the end of the season? That's actually for, for, a um, brilliant idea. Doing all of PD's Puck Talk sessions. We should get a graduated from PHNX PD's Puck Talk. That's a brilliant idea. I think we could probably do that. Actually. And also, before we go, um, Chris's comment, shout out to PHNX Suns. Arizona wins at home tonight against both Chicago and LA. We love to see it. We absolutely do. That feels good as an Arizona sports fan and, and as a Phoenix sports fan. That's what you want to see. That's fantastic. And I tell you what, that's what PHNX, that's what we're going to do. We're going to come with a PHNX certificate of completion of three-pack <laughs> therapy and PD's Puck Talk. I love it. Exactly. All right, PD, what's what's your next Let's do the lesson? second one. It's the it's the first Coyote. It's the goal that makes it 3-2 off the face. And we talk about a game of mistakes. This is just two quick ones. Just to show little things that happen, Boyd takes the center ice draw here, or center ice, excuse me. This is a power play faceoff where Boyd takes the draw. Go to the next slide. Puck goes to the wall, and there's a scrum on the wall. There's Boyd trapped against the wall. Calvin DeHaan, he gets bumped by Larson. So now Calvin DeHaan is laying on the ice. So now Boyd's job is one thing. He has to beat his player to the net. Next slide. So Boyd's up drives the net hard and you can see he's still all he's got to do is beat Dahan to the net Dahan because he fell because of the scrum because of Larson pushing him into the scrum Boyd now is free so you got to credit Lo Johan Larson for being physical the last slide Kessel makes a great pass Dahan is way behind Boyd Boyd's all by himself taps it in for an easy power play goal why because Johan Larson pushes Calvin DeHaan into a pile. So if Calvin DeHaan doesn't fall down, he's in front of Boyd. This play doesn't happen. So everything, it's cause and effects, the butterfly effect. Something little over here happens, makes something big over here as a result. So if Johan Larson isn't physical, isn't hard on pucks, doesn't push him into the pile, 
he's not able to get to the net before Calvin DeHaan is. <laughs> this comment, PD hater of joy, would probably make us I know. take a test. That's actually a really and then, good idea. And then uh, PD's final exam would be really hard, but I feel like he would have generous office hours. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys are funny. <laughs> what? Um, yeah. I get what this is like, like, like they call me Grumpy Steve at work. Like, what is this? Like, am I that? Oh, what do you mean? What is this? You hate I'm children. Not negative. I'm oh, not negative. Okay. Well, that was <laughs> that positive. was positive. Great to see um, the play that Larson had on that goal, and I think we should get to it now because we haven't even gotten to it yet. But Johan Larson was our DraftKings King of the Game with his hat trick tonight. Um, like we mentioned earlier, his first ever, the Coyotes team, first, first hat trick of the season. So really great to see that from him. So Johan Larson is our DraftKings king of the game. And you know who is probably very thankful for Johan Larson's empty net goal is our producer, Sean, who live oh. bet the Coyotes puck line tonight on DraftKings and sweat that one out for a yes. while. It made it exciting anyway, and, and, and you I, know what? Man, it does, that's and it what, makes it more fun. And I was that's invested. That's what DraftKings in, does, Leah. I was invested in Sean's bet for him. <laughs> I almost wanted to bet it, but I just I couldn't bring myself. Thank goodness to do for it. the empty net. Honestly, empty net. Um, it's easy to bet on DraftKings, isn't it? So easy, and it's really cool. Also, it's so up to date. I was checking the lines, and then the Coyotes when they were up by one goal uh, became the favorites but you could still get plus money on their puck line so just so many things that you can bet on DraftKings Um, not just hockey obviously but so many others too and this is the last NFL regular season week it's the last week for college football so this week at DraftKings if you bet just five dollars on any football team to win their game that's college or NFL um, and they do you win two hundred dollars in free bets so wind down the football season with a big win you can also do same game parlays which somebody had tweeted at us that they hit a same game parlay tonight just in the coyotes game so great to see that we love when you send us your betting slips and um it is funny too because eric from dnvr bet against the coyotes for the first time this season and the coyotes won their seventh of 32 games. So tough night for Eric on DraftKings, but if he used his free bets, then just a, uh, not a throwaway, but not his own money. And if you just want to use the money that DraftKings give you, why not? Um, so sign up using that promo code PHNX this week at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. That's 21 and over Arizona only gambling problem. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Flash Sportsbook for details. Craig is in the elevator. Everyone. And Clinton hit a, a three, a three-leg same game parlay. I think Clinton oh, might have yeah. been the one who tweeted at us. Was that uh, you, Clinton? Clinton? That's yes. so exciting to do that. Like I tried to do that over college football season or the bowl season. Right. I got kind of silly and I extended my three, four, five legs. I did, don't do that. Don't do that unless you're really, really confident because you get so excited after the first three legs hit and then it falls apart. And then it's there. You, you heard it here first. Betting advice from BD himself. Yeah. Um, I'll stick to hockey. An- I got to stay. Another, so another stat from tonight. Uh-oh. 
Tim just what? said Mordor got one of his stats take uh, assist oh, taken away. That's sad. sad. Well, he still had one, so we'll give him that. Um, so the Coyotes are n- are now two and zero on the season after leading after the second period. It's only happened Seriously? one other time. Are you serious? I'm two and zero twice. 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 Happened twice. But <laughs> at Liam Merrill, we're we're almost forty games into the season. And it's happened twice? Yes. Tonight was also the first time in 32 games that the Coyotes have had a two-goal lead. lead. And they had a two-goal lead two different times and had a three-goal lead that also for the first time. I swear I thought you were kidding when they said that was their first two-goal lead of the season. I swear. that. No. That was real. That is unbelievable this far into the season. It was real, PD. <laughs> Two goalie, really? And, and they only um, the Coyotes won three games when scoring first. So of the three before this, of the six games they'd won, the three of them they won when they scored first. So now just, it's four of seven. Somebody's brought up a thing about Craig. Where is Craig? Really needs in the elevator. They should start. We should start Craig's segment with him in the elevator with elevator music and we just kind of take a pause with ele- him writing we should do we should have a craig cam yeah <laughs> oh look is. at this speak speak of the Speaking. devil all right right on cue craig's calls craig's, craig's calls. calls craig's calls what's up with guys craig. well we're we'll just up here celebrating our big win craig s morgan <laughs> yeah pd uh how are you celebrating no no, no i'm i'm half i'm only half a beer in i was going to I Only half of you in. Yeah, you know, earlier like, earlier know. in the day, I had some other intel. I know, and I, I chickened out. But but I tell you what, Craig, tonight's game, a lot of good individual efforts tonight to put this. A lot of fun to watch. It was just yeah. it was it was nice so to, entertaining. Exactly. It was after after the last game too. Like it was really nice to sit in front of a game like this and actually enjoy what you were watching. How was the how was the crowd tonight compared to the last game against Winnipeg? Similar. Well, it was better, Petey, but that's not saying much. So no, it was, and also it, a lot of okay. Chicago fans. Yes, there were a lot of Blackhawk fans in attendance tonight. Uh, a lot of Blackhawk fans who left early in this game. Um, when, when the Coyotes took a three-goal lead, a lot of people left. Of course, the Hawks cut it to one, but then, then this the story of the game, our, our king of the game, Johan Larson, unbelievable, huh? To go all season with no goals and then get a hat trick. Hattrick, that's unreal. But he's a guy that does that, though, Craig. Like, he works hard. He's always around the net. He does the little details of the game well. He's a guy that a coach can put over the ice in any situation. Sure, he might not get the goal, but he's going to work hard and be the four-checker that creates the turnover that causes the goal. We just showed showed a goal on on Petey's puck talk, how Boyd gets a a back, you know, just a tap-in on the power play because of Larson's taking Dahan out of the play. So, I mean, it's it's the little things that he does well. So I'm really happy for him. And, and coaches love this kid. Yeah, no question. When he came over, uh, I just thought this was such an underrated signing at the time. He, when, when you look at his metrics, at least what he did in Buffalo, it's unbelievable the, the, the shot suppression, the defensive impact that he had on games. And a lot of that was – because of their uh, his line's ability to sustain a forecheck, uh, he brings a lot of things that just don't show up on the score sheet. Sadly, you know, we're, we're talking about Johan Larson here in January. This is a guy that I think is going to draw some interest at the trade deadline as well. I would ex- I would expect some teams to come calling because you could definitely use a player like this when you're a, a playoff team. 
Yeah, and that's the kind of guy, like we said, he's, he's going to play in a bottom six role on a good team, but he's going to play important minutes. He's going to work for you. And and, and the teams that are, are trying to win in the playoffs are looking for guys that are going to work hard, and he does that. And and you know what? I thought Boyd had a great game. I thought yeah. Krause skated. I thought Keller skated. Moser looked good. Gostas Bear, again, offensively, was good. Like, there were so many stories to And I, I brought one up, one name up, Craig. I thought this is the first time I saw Nick Schmaltz skate this year, that, that his feet mm. were me moving. I know he didn't score, but I thought he moved well. So I hope that's a, a sign of things to come. Who did you talk to tonight downstairs? Uh, we got Johan Larson, um, you know, who was, who, was, who was okay. He's never that effusive when you, when you talk to him. Angry Larry. Yeah, they were they were having a fun time just giving him hell tonight. They they were Andre said they were just chirping him all night. Uh, you know, of course the first goal goes off. I don't know what it was, like his belly or his chest. It was yeah, a classic <laughs> Johan Larson goal. He gets an empty net goal, but they were chirping him all night and he was uh, he said that he was just sitting there smiling. He wasn't saying much, but but that's a shift in and of itself. In the hallway, um just before he came into the interview room tonight, Shane Doan was out out in the hallway explaining to him that took like 1100 games for him to get his first hat trick. So they, they were, they were sharing a, a, a good moment. Sharing hat trick stories. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Rare hair yeah. hat trick stories. They each have one now. And That's did, awesome. uh, did Andre come on? Did Andre yeah. had to be happy with the offensive yeah. output. Absolutely. But I'm curious what he thought because the coyotes continued to take too many penalties. Yeah, they're, they're doing that. But you know, on, on the flip side, their power play really generated tonight. Not, not just the goals. I mean, that, that Kessel pass to Travis Boyd, like yeah. any one of us could have scored that goal. He literally just put it in a place where Boyd just had to move his stick and it was in the net. It was a great pass. Um, and and beyond that, I thought their power play, there was one where they didn't have a shot, but I thought their power play generated momentum. And if you're not getting goals, you're looking for that from the power play as well. So I thought that was a big part of it. Yeah, overall, I thought it was a really good response game to Winnipeg where I thought they were slow, stagnant. Didn't move the puck. Didn't play well offensively today. They were they were flying today. Like this, mm-hmm. we've said it over and over again. This is a fun game to watch as a hockey fan. This is what you want. And in the NHL, they want more six four games. They want to see this kind of hockey. I, I you know what? If, if the Coyotes play like this, they're going to get more wins. It was yeah, a good, it was a good game. There have been a lot of entertaining games against the Blackhawks over the years that I can remember in this building. They they seem to like playing the Blackhawks. Um, they probably get charged up by the fans that are in attendance from the other city as well. So, but but I've seen a lot of good Blackhawk games, and this one definitely was entertaining. On the flip side, wow, how bad are the Blackhawks guys? Was that their sixth loss in a row? I think. Yeah, yeah. Those six. Yeah, uh, that six. I think they're, they're they have lost five yeah. in a row coming the into The problem, tonight. though, for them is they, they made a push in the offseason to get Jones, to get Marc-Andre Fleury. They thought they were a borderline playoff team. And Where's my cowbell? Where's not. my cowbell for Stan exactly. Bowman? Seriously, <laughs> I mean, they thought this was going to be a playoff team. Yeah. I remember at the beginning of the season, there were there were prognosticators out there talking about this team potentially contending for the division title. And I was just laughing. It's like, this is a bad team. And now it's, it's played out and they're, you know, they've committed all that money to Seth Jones. They still have all the money committed to Jonathan Taves and Patrick Kane, at least for Kane. You don't mind it because he's still a really good player. Jonathan Taves is a shadow of his former self. They it just, they're, they need to rebuild and they've needed to do it for so long, but they haven't admitted it. They I'm need the rebuild reminder. They do. Yeah. Somebody said well, that early like, in the yeah, chat. Like, to they send need the rebuild. The wake up call is what they need. Yeah. 
They, I, well, I thought, you know, and I don't know what his will is, but I felt like I feel like Patrick Kane should have been traded before now because that's a guy who could just land you a haul and jumpstart the rebuild. But they, you well, know, I'm does, starting to wonder speaking if he's of trades, play out there, does, does Mark Andre Fleury go? Maybe. I mean, I, I he heard some so talk about him tonight. They, I heard a talk like, could Mark Andre Fleury possibly go to Edmonton and and fill that need for Edmonton? Sure, sure, it's a good fit. I think they need I a goaltender too. there. They need other things as well. But yeah, that would be a good fit. Uh, I, I don't know. But getting back to the Blackhawks, I just, I don't know where this franchise goes. And obviously, it's a franchise that I've followed closely. Um, aside from the the controversy, it's even worse than coverage. The awful black cloud that uh, is circling over this team right now because of the investigation. They're just a train wreck of a team right now, and there's there's no hope on the horizon. They don't have a good system. They don't have the players you know, to, to rebuild this anytime soon. So you wonder if if the Blackhawks are heading into another dark period like they had before they emerged and won those three cups. And they might. they got to look at what they're going to do behind the bench. I mean, this is just an interim choice. to get the GGMs got to get sorted out. Like, do you want mess. this job? No. <laughs> I'm glad I got this job. What, are you kidding me? Um, um, so we'll see where they go with it, with all of these things. And, and, you know, luckily for the Coyotes, this, this was a big win and we circled it on the calendar. It's a winnable game because when you look ahead, Oh boy, howdy. She's going to get tough over the next couple of weeks, which actually, while we're on that subject, people have been asking that we make the wins on the punch card, like a star or a smiley face. Well, I'm not a graphic designer, but I did change the colors of the games the Coyotes have won. So, Sean, can you pull up the punch card? There you go. (laughs) That's a big difference. So the yellows are the games the Coyotes have won. Not many of those. The losses and the whites are all the ones they still have to play. Oh, my God. (laughs) Do we really have that much left to do? We're not past halfway yet. You no. know, somebody somebody in the press room tonight suggested that uh, the three of us do karaoke on the live show. And I said, by, by game 50, we may reach that point. We might. Yeah. We can take song requests like... with super chats. Like you send in your yeah. super chat and we will so, sing that song. I am so ready for Craig Morgan karaoke. I'm oh, super yeah. chatting that. Are you, buddy, are you I'm gonna, it's going to be all Chicago artists. I'm, I'm going to bust gonna out say a little Lou Rawls for you, buddy. Or... I'll go even farther back. Lou <laughs> Rawls, baby. <laughs> nobody knows who that is craig a few oh, people around here now because because i've sung it in the press box oh another <laughs> one we That's won right. oh we is did. this beer too is this beer clearly too, i don't have to drive home so yeah thanks, craig thanks everyone was upset because i was i drank tea tonight she drank tea <laughs> on a big win like that good lord is it was it really tea leah was it really tea do we have any yeah beer? it was tea <laughs> I tea don't tea with a little vodka poured in. <laughs> <sighs> oh man! So you mentioned uh, JJ Mosier, uh, PD. I don't know what you think, but, but he sure is a smooth player. And he, I, the thing that surprises me about him, I guess that I didn't know, he wins a lot of puck battles too. Yeah, he's he was stronger in the defensive zone than I thought he would be at this stage of his career. Like. When you get in the first few games, especially in the NHL, when you're going back to retrieve pucks, one, a lot of guys let the other guy win the race because you don't want to have your your face against the glass getting getting hit into the wall. Yeah, he's first guy on the puck, and he comes out of those battles. I'm, I'm, I am really surprised at his composure in the defensive zone. Like he's 
he's impressed me. He's a better player than I thought he was. Um, I've heard great things, and I know this this franchise thinks very highly of him. But for for what are we five games in now? Is it six, five or six? He he looks confident. Like he looks like a guy that's been around the league for a while. So I think that's a great sign, and something to to look forward to as this as as this goes forward um, from the back end. And we talk about Jacob Trick and if and when he gets healthy. You look at a core group of defensemen that that's really young, and so you just got to get through the rebuild. <laughs> If he's Jacob just kind of through it. <laughs> if Jacob Trickard is here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know. And you know what, Craig? We're not going to talk about it tonight. We're not going to talk oh, about it. Oh, but I'm going down that road again in my notebook tonight. tomorrow. So there will be another note with a little more intel on that tomorrow. Seriously? And also uh, a little a little all-star debate for uh, who the Coyote selection can be. That's a little tease. Yes. Are they sending but, you to the all-star game, Craig? Can they send you? Should you oh, go? It sounded, sounded like, uh, are they sending you, Craig? No, they they really said you. Who is the PHNX Coyotes All Star? <laughs> Las group? Vegas, Nevada. I'm going to the All Star game. Yes. Are you really? Well, we, going. Yeah. yeah. We should just caravan. Can we just it's, go? It's like a five yeah. hour drive. Just, you guys want to go? Let's just Let's go. Live show from All right. live show from Vegas. No, Craig. Please, <laughs> sure. I don't want to go to no, Vegas. You don't want to go to Vegas. Okay. <laughs> too it's many, horrible. too many people. Right, Petey? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if I have much of a problem with Vegas. Is is there something called street anxiety? Could that be something for you, Petey? I have a feeling. Being out on the strip, I think I fit in just fine in Las Vegas. I'm, oh my yeah. gosh! Well, Let's there's do your. Oh, do a live. That'd be fun, and then I'll have a beer. <laughs> okay. I'm doing a live show in Vegas. Lucky you um, find me after midnight. Oh, because you'd be asleep. Ooh. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. That's exactly uh, it. Yeah, pretty much. That's um, what you meant. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Craig mentioned his story tomorrow. And if you're not a member, you can't read the story. So what are you doing? Go right now. After, well, right when we're done with our post-game show to gophnx.com. Sign up for a membership. If you're unsure, you can do your first month just 50 cents. If you want to commit to a year, you get a shirt from the PHNX locker. PD is wearing... That's like one of my favorite PHNX shirts. This is shirts. my favorite one. This is my number one PHNX shirt. But I got Cody in the background. Yeah, Cody the Coyote cool. comes in red, purple, and black. Um, the what do you call the other Coyote shirt, Craig? The Grateful Dead. The Grateful, the Grateful Dead shirt. Yeah. So that one's currently sold out. But I messaged. Of course them. it is. But I messaged the PHNX merch guy tonight, and he said there's an order in, so they will be back in stock by the end of the month. And keep your eye out on the website to pre-order soon so head over to phnx locker we also have sticker packs i literally have them in my cart right now i'm also buying the back the a shirt i don't want to hear the i don't want to hear the u of a slander well there's two u of a people here. yeah i got the u of a shirt today too leah it's on the way i just got (laughs) to confirm today so anyway tons of her someday oh okay craig lots of perks to being a member including deals weekly deals on merchandise so also join us on our Discord during the game. I was in there tonight chatting with everyone. And it's Can a I lot of fun about... to watch a, a game with six with Coyotes goals in the Discord. What? Oh, okay. Can I talk about the Discord? Yes. Like, like if you miss a little, you miss a lot. Like It's I, true. I go away for like an hour. I come back and it goes, you've missed 115 messages. How in the hell am I supposed to keep up with that? You can't. And, yeah, and then there, there are periods where it's just barren and you're like, oh, okay. Like you hop over and yeah, then, and then, and I'll, throw in, then I'll throw in a hockey comment if when it's barren like that. But then I come back in and they're, they've been deep for an hour and I yeah. just can't get a word in. <sighs> They're passionate fans in the Discord. Yep. With Debug, I, I don't know if we shipped to Thailand, but we've shipped to Europe, so I will find out for you. 
Um, and Sweet. also, Chris asked if we are getting a bar. Yes. Oh, we are. Bar? Are, are oh. we allowed to say that? Oh. I don't know. We are. They said it's I can't say plan, when Chris. or where, but it's happening. Uh, PD, PD, you and I didn't say it. So if anybody gets in trouble, it's legal. It's part of the plan. It is part it of the is. plan. It is. We are yeah. getting I'm, I'm excited for that. It's going to be really cool. You're excited about it because you're yeah. still going to go to the rink. Lee and I are going to the bar. Like, yeah, we're doing do shows our shows the from the bar. We ben would literally be beers. sitting really, at a bar right now. I really don't this like this job. arrangement. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like we should rotate. <laughs> That'd be miserable. Ro- rotate who's <laughs> yeah. riding the elevator. We decided we should have a Craig yeah. cam in the elevator. <laughs> <laughs> For the entire, like, the tunnel and everything. Yeah, he's on his way. I am so Craig excited be- that Chris brought this up because the bar, like, okay, I get to talk hockey. And I get to drink beer, and I get to do it in a bar, and on top of that, that's my job. <laughs> like, yeah, hey, hey, there's no more angry, no more angry Petey. That sign me up. <laughs> as long as I have chicken wings and cheese sticks, we got to get on that. Can you we, sure can you're we only help? a beer and a half in? Yeah, I am. Okay. This is how happy I am, Craig. Okay. Can, can I help with the menu? When the coyotes oh. win. Can I help yep. with the menu? I'm I'm a huge bar app guy. Like that's my that's my jam. <laughs> All right. So what are we talking? What has to be on the menu? The chicken wings has to be. Well, salt obviously. and pepper. Because you don't want to get messy. Like I'm, I'm tired of the medium and hot. Great. Well, what's the perfect what chicken wing? What does it have to be? What what is it? How does what is the Buffalo. consistency have to be? Oh, it's got to be a crisp. You got to have a crisp. It's got to be salt and pepper, and it's got to be not the one with. It's got to have the two things so you can break it apart. Yes, and flat of both. The flat. And that's the that's, perfect. That's wing. perfection. Yep, that is. Cheese sticks okay. have to be there. Fried pickles. Potato skins. Fried pickles. No, a pickle is not a bar food. It's cheese at the bar food. Cheese sticks. It's fried. It's fried. So the fried makes it okay. Yes. You like Come pickles. On. My wife likes pickles too. I don't get pickles either, but my Nick's wife got really it. Hot dogs, likes ketchup, and IPA. Oh, get out. The, of the Craig Morgan special. Literally. That should be the Craig Morgan special. Who said that? Yeah. Nick. Nick, all right, that Nick, is you the are Craig not Morgan invited special. to the bar, Nick. You're not coming. <laughs> the Craig Morgan Nick, special. We're gonna po- be in the Nick, we're going to post menu. your face on the door of the bar so they don't let you in. <laughs> the Craig Morgan special. Thank you. Charles agrees with me that... Fried pickles are amazing. Thank you. Well, Caleb's usually That's Caleb and I. Caleb's hard on me, but he. I'm going to go with the Brussels sprouts, which is the rare vegetable that can actually be served in a bar. <laughs> Brussels sprout. It's true. You got to have some good nachos too. <sighs> okay. Wow, well, oh, I love that. Like the coyotes, side. the coyotes have their seventh win of the season, and we're talking about. Look at bars. us. <laughs> yeah, Cup final starts tomorrow. <laughs> seven. Plan the parade. Let's seven is the parade down Van Buren? I think the parade will end at the PHNX bar. That's right. In the year 2025. <laughs> Look at that. Wheel of fantasy on a winning night. That is a wheel of fantasy. Who it. knew? We just yeah. wheeled a fantasy to the PHNX bar menu. <laughs> but well, Craig, that do you want to tease more than fantasy? Yeah, we're gonna to talk to uh Adam Vingan from the Athletic uh, who covers the Nashville Predators. We're gonna talk to him tomorrow on the pod. Nashville, man, where did the Predators come from? I had them finishing just above the Coyotes. Me not too. much. I yeah, did not we, think this was a playoff team. Weren't we looking at them about two or three weeks ago and they were just outside the playoff picture? And now they're, they're first place in the Central? Like, really, now they're really first place well. in the Central. So we 21, 11, and 2. 
right now and they're playing what they're doing they're right winning 3-1 against nash or against la right now right now yeah 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 it's a good so that'll be our pod that'll be our Apparently. podcast tomorrow yeah we'll talk a little coyotes too we'll, we'll talk this all-star debate tomorrow as well but yeah, Adam Bingham will be on. That'll be a good conversation, and then we'll roll into the weekend against the Predators. And that's yep. and that's where you look at we've we've we need to celebrate when we can because you got the Preds, then you got Toronto Maple Leafs, and then you've got the Colorado Avalanche. And it's, if you've watched the Coyotes over the last few years, that is not a good matchup for them against mm. the Colorado Avalanche. So this could be a tough uh, tough stretch here. But you never know. You never know if they play like they did tonight and they can put up that kind of offensive um, output. You never know. So we hey, got Montreal's, in- Montreal's happy. Why? Because the Coyotes are yeah. Now, right? So the yeah. Coy- yeah, difference of one point, and the Canadians have a couple games in hand still. Um, their games are still postponed. Well, the Coyotes have games in hand, right? Isn't the Coyotes have played less games? Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I just flipped it in my head. <laughs> yeah, because because that's um, what we do with the standings. Yeah, <laughs> everything's yeah. So upside I'm down. Like, they have games in hand in terms of their losing at a yeah. better rate, if you Stranger will. Stranger things. It's the upside down. That's where On we are. Exactly. Yeah, I can't believe that. Honestly, I, I, I knew Montreal was not going to be the team that we saw last year in the in the Stanley Cup Finals. We, we clearly thought that was an aberration. But to be where they are right now, I don't think we saw them being this no. bad. I and mean, I think Shea Carey Weber, Price, Carey Price, yeah. Right. Yeah. You take those two out of the lineup, and that's a, that's a much different team. So this isn't this isn't the team that we thought the Montreal Canadiens were going to be. And I don't see them getting out of this hole right now. Mm-hmm. Their goaltending is, is, is struggling. So this is going to be a battle to the end. And I tell you what, the Coyotes are playing better hockey than Montreal right now. So Coyotes we'll play Montreal this month too, um, on the 17th on a two o'clock game. Yep. Is that president's day? Is that why it's two o'clock? Two o'clock? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Two o'clock on a Monday, two o'clock on a Monday. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Huge Huge side count. There it is. Is that here, Craig? That's here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay. They'll, probably be, they'll probably bring kids out. Don't they bring kids out on President's I Day? I can't even remember now. You know who they but won't the bring out? Me. <laughs> oh yeah, you I know. I keep looking at these two name cards next to me in the in the press box. <laughs> Say Leah Merrill and Steve Peters. But and Craig, I, I, wonder, I wonder who those we, people are because they never I show was, up. I was eating M&M's tonight. Oh, M&M's and tea, peas, drinking beer. I'm wearing sweatpants. You can't even see because I'm sitting at my table. I'm not sure if I'm wearing pants. That's uh, <laughs> oh, a different boy. show. That's oh. a different show. <laughs> you are definitely more than a beer and a half. No, I swear. <laughs> I'm just late. I'm tired. I I'm promise all day. we had some proper breakdowns and analysis we did. at some and point. And I had a really good one for Keller. We Why missed don't the we do Keller it? one. Can I do one more Petey's Yeah, podcast, do it. With you on the air? Sure. Or you want, or Craig, sure. You why not? Go? I mean, it's can you only stick an hour for one more? For me, guys. What do you care? Craig, go you can go. 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 Play. I'm kidding. Well, one go more ahead. Petey's puck talk. It's two quick slides. We talked about Keller making a great play, but but when you talk about things and talk about goals, somebody else has to create and make good things happen. On this one, unsung hero Ilya Labushkin is the defenseman. When he dives through the middle of the ice, he pulls the Chicago defender with him, which gives Clayton Keller all of the ice up top. So when we go to the next slide. So now you see Clayton Keller. All of that room was created by Ilya Labushkin driving the net. And then look at the traffic between Clayton Keller and Marc-Andre Fleury. You've got Ladd, you've got Boyd, you've got Labushkin. There is no way he can see that shot. But all of this is created not just by Clayton Keller making a great play climbing the wall and getting a shot from the middle of the ice. 
The play is made by Ilya Labushkin, what we call diving through the middle, which pulled the defenders away, which created the ice for Keller to make that play. There See, it that is. Was pretty quick, Craig. Good stuff. Yeah. Puck talk. That was pretty yeah. quick. The, the, the net drive is always important, creating space, right? I cannot and, believe and, that puck didn't hit anyone. Right. You know, that wasn't then, I mean, that part. was the goal that was reviewed too, because they, you know, they, they thought Ladd interfered with Marc Andre Fleury, but somebody tweeted, does does it count as goaltender interference when the goalie doesn't even try to make a save? <laughs> it's funny though. I will say this about that goalie interference call because <clears throat> I've been on the other side of that where you yeah. are sitting in a room and you have to make that call, and your perspective on things is much different in that arena and that atmosphere than it is sitting here watching it on TV. And you know, it's really, really stressful. The time sure. goes by so quickly and you have to make a decision and you really have to rely on your goaltender. And Mark Andre Fleury was up in arms. And when you see him react like that, that's the cue to the coaching staff and the video coach that, Hey, something is wrong here. So yeah, making that call, I think the refs made the right call. I think Lavis I pushed too. into the goaltender yes. and it was the defenseman that created that whole play. But at the time, Mark Andre yeah. can't make the save because Lad's in his face. Yeah. So I see how it happens. Well, he made he put more effort into complaining than he did into making the save. To to be honest, he didn't really fight hard to look around that screen. I don't know. I, I thought at times he looked disinterested in this game, but anyway, yeah, didn't he? The goal counted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and which goes surprising. back to Leah's point. Well, they or you guys were talking about uh, them possibly trading him. I could I could see him wanting out of. I, I do too, and I could see him joining the Oilers, which is the team that needs a goaltender most desperately in this league right now i could see him coming there and making a difference and i could see him making a difference down a playoff run this comment healer of arena could have resurfaced the ice tonight with reclaimed water from blackhawks fans tears (laughs) mildly aggressive (laughs) well craig we can let you go now you can drive home safely goodbye all right guys we'll we'll talk to you you tomorrow tomorrow. enjoy your tea and beer tomorrow we do this again tomorrow yeah, we're going to talk to Adam Bingen. So yes. it'll be good. And we're going to talk a lot about Nashville tomorrow. I love yeah. Nashville. Okay, well, we'll hear some Nashville stories. <laughs> well, or you might not. Okay, there you go. There's <laughs> well, the tease. We will. All right, Craig. See you guys. Have, drive safe. Um, uh, who was I it am wearing pants, Leah. I've I know. seen the chat a lot. I do. <laughs> uh, so Clinton had said that he was watching the replay hard to make sure his goal hit for the parlay. Um, I just oh, yeah, like, so it didn't get tipped. That's right. Yeah. Oh, and they could have disallowed it. Oh my Yeah. Goodness. It's just crazy how much, and you know, this game was really exciting and really fun and how last game was just like really not fun yeah. at all. I think last game could have been more fun if like I had some money on it. Maybe I would have been a little bit more invested. Um, so if you want to put money on games, be sure to sign up at DraftKings. Co- promo code PHNX when you sign up. $5 on a football team. Win. There's games Saturday, Sunday, Monday for football. So be sure to do that this weekend to get your $200 in free bets if the team you bet on wins um, at DraftKings. So, PD, anything else from this game? I'm just, I, I'm just really happy with the the effort and the speed that they played with tonight because I don't think that was apparent against the Jets. I thought they were... They just played slow. And if you want to, you know, the week they have coming up now, the next four games are against really, really, really good hockey teams. 
if they don't find a way to find their legs and continue that speed game, they're going to be in a lot of trouble. Yeah. Like they're, they're just, Toronto's a better team. Colorado's a better team and Nashville's a better team. So they need to play at their best mistake-free hockey. So it was good to see them get some offense. Yeah. And we've seen the Coyotes play good hockey against good teams. Um, so I just hope that they can do that again. And we're not watching blowout losses like we were early on in the season. So agree. It's a good we, win. It's a good it was. Win it was a very good win. And um, like we said, we will be back tomorrow with a audio episode previewing the Nashville game, kind of talking about the rise of Nashville and where the heck that came from, because I don't really know. There's also some other Coyotes news we didn't get to tonight, um, which we will save for tomorrow. But the Coyotes claimed someone on waivers today. We didn't even talk about that. Jay Beagle had surgery. So all of that we'll talk about tomorrow in our audio episode. If you're not already subscribed to PHNX Coyotes, wherever you get your podcasts, please follow and subscribe and write us a review and leave us a review. All of that helps us greatly. Um, subscribe on our YouTube channel, PHNX Sports. Turn the notification bell on so you never miss a live show. Um, we are here for you. At the Suns, I believe, won tonight. I think their post-game show is probably happening now. So when, as soon as we get off, you can hop over there, see what they're getting into tonight. Their show is always a blast. So, you know, it's a, it's a family here at PHNX. We say it all the time, but it truly is. And, we, you know, we talked about the bar, but the bar is like a culmination of the community and you know we're just so excited for what's to come so thank you everybody for your support and it's always fun doing a win they're rare so they feel more special seven <laughs> seven wins yeah, <laughs> it's a lucky 30? number exactly so Rachel, yeah. it, it was it was fun um be sure to follow us on twitter at phnx underscore coyotes by the way, the Espo slap shot is still on the table. Yeah. And, and by the way, we're starting to make plans for that. Like, yes, but it will happen faster the more followers we get. So tell your friends true. at PHNX underscore. Coyotes. And if they don't know Espo, like we just said, as soon as this is over, go to the Sun Show and yep. you can see Espo. Definitely. So we'll, we'll wrap it up so you can go do that. Thank you again so much for watching, everybody. And we will see you all Saturday night after the Nashville game, but listen to our podcast tomorrow. Have a good night, everyone.